Hello and welcome to the Podwell Travelled. I'm Stephen Scarfield, the travel editor here at Seven West Media, based in Perth, Western Australia. And oh, it's a bit like the Beatles today. We've the the old team's back together, the band's back together. <laughs> we have uh, Will Yeoman with us. Will's sort of been a travel writer with us for a long time and then has left fairly recently to become chief executive of writing WA World. Back in town. Yeah, look, it feels really good. Yeah, it's great feel, to have it's you It's almost here. like I'd never left. It's like having it's John Lennon back. It's just yeah, I can know. see I can see the parallels very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, George Harrison, better known as uh, Mind Your Hanson, yeah, travel writer, yeah. photographer, oh, extraordinary, <laughs> is here as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's like having the old, the old band together. Mm. Um, well, let's start with you, Will. Thanks for joining us this morning. And it's a sort of well, it's a kind of crossover uh, subject for you. It's a book that you've reviewed for us. I mean, you, as I say, you. You can leave the team, but you can't leave the family. No, no, no. So. It's like um, Hotel California. You can check in, but you never leave. But so. you never leave. <laughs> so, yeah, just tell us about this uh, new book. Yeah, look, I was really delighted to, to get the opportunity to review this book for you guys. Um, Best Walks of Southwest WA by Mark Pybus. And it's um, published by Woods Lane Press. Um, so they do these really smart little guides, uh, usually, and... This one in particular, I just found so terrific because it's it's compact. It's got um, you know, lots of great photographs. The prose is very descriptive, but it's really tight. But most importantly, it's got these like 40 walks, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, they're all clearly numbered and they go right through the southwest and they go, so you start from Mandra and Dwelling Up and you go right down to Northcliffe, okay? And sort of almost everything in between. 40 walks, which is amazing. And, you know, each one... You get, a, you get a large overview map at the beginning and then for each walk you get a small map numbered and then he actually goes through it and describes, okay, so you walk here, turn left, do this, but not, not to a ridiculous extent. And then he points out historical or natural sort of highlights as well. Right. And um, if there are visitor centres around, he'll there's lots of useful information like so, that at the back of the book. So this is not, not the Bibbulmun track. These are more regional, no, 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 defined no, no. walks. No, sorry, in, you're absolutely right. So yep. if, I might try and call up one in a moment. Um, just to be clear, I'm actually working from the PDF copy. I didn't get a hard right. copy of the book yet. I'm still waiting on that. Um, but he really gets into things like making sure you know the route, the safety, what the best time of the year is to tackle these walks. And the level of difficulty, which I'm sure is something that a lot of people will be really yeah, interested absolutely, in. Easy, absolutely. medium, hard. Really okay. leaving nothing that could surprise you, you know. So Ambergate Reserve is one, for example. If I pull, that's just random pick. Easy, hour and a half should take you, 4.1 kilometre circuit, um, 41 metre ascent, descent. So you even get variations yep. in height. Conditions, compacted gravel, sand trail, best from winter through to late spring. Lots of great okay. pictures, how to nice. find the track. Everything. Nice nice to have suggestions. You know, we always need that, don't we? Moans is a keen walker. Jump in here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's terrific that, uh, you know, uh, I assume they're all different uh, lengths and, and uh, you know, difficulties, I guess. They are, yeah. but my sense is that they stay within the realms of people who are not like seasoned hikers, for example. Yeah. So it's very accessible. So anyone could use this book. I know Spunker Bay Loop, which will be familiar to you guys. That's just come up on the screen mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, so yeah. do they do they sort of connect as well, or is it is it sort of they're purely sort of standalone walks, if I can put it that way? Well, the way they presented them as standalone walks, but if for people who do know all these trails will see, it, they probably do interconnect. And I'm guessing you could assemble them. 
yeah. to make a larger experience. Even yeah. if they didn't connect immediately, it'd be pretty short distance between them, considering he treats each area discreetly. You yeah, know, that a sounds, separate section. sounds terrific. Yeah, it's really good. So if you're down south and you've got a few, few uh, days to spare, you know, you can dip in and dip out as you please. Yeah, look, absolutely. And um, yeah. as I say, I haven't got the hard copy yet, but it, to, I get the sense it's it's reasonably compact, reasonably small book that's easy to carry around with you. Well, it's interesting you mention that because I'm looking, Will, on, on the table here. Uh, yes. You've got a stack of books that have come in, obviously, addressed to you here still at the West Australian. Indeed. Uh, this is my, this, as, this, you, as you just this jokingly said, this box. is my, my this, PO box. Yeah, yes. PO box, West Australian. Um, <laughs> so, but we're still seeing a lot of books published, obviously, in, you know, in paper form, Tell us, tell us the story. Yeah, look, of that. this is really interesting. If you go back all those years ago, now it feels like a, a century ago, doesn't it? Where they, where they were all sort of decrying the the, the death of the book because of the, the rise of Kindle and all the e-books and so forth, and it never happened, did it? And you know, it's strange that someone like me, who's not exactly young, probably reads more e-books than anyone else I know. Everyone is buying, you know, the physical copies. Yeah, it's interesting. E-books and audiobooks, of course. Yeah, oh, audio, well, yeah, um, I, I, I use Audible yeah, as well. So or, I'm yeah. a very keen consumer yeah. of Audible books um, and, and obviously podcasts. And yet print books are still still there. Massive. Look, I, I had a chat to the guys at Boffin's Books in the city just last week and I said, how are you going? How are sales going? They said, look, never been better. And they... The thing about that, those bookshops, and you, you'll get this from a travel perspective too, people just love to go in there and just walk around and browse and see what they might discover in a way that you can't really browse online. It's not the same thing. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we relate to this, the yeah. three of us relate to this with, with what we do, in, well, what we still do in, in print, you know, that print for us is still blockbuster for travel. Absolutely. Saturday and Sunday, I mean, we started Sunday travel during the pandemic. Yes, and it's a solid 24 pages a week, which so, is what Saturday used to be. So you know, again, so what, what do you put that down to? Is that a similar kind of a, um, um, aesthetic? Do people just, yeah, just love we, to read things? Yeah, and we're seeing, we're seeing growth, particularly on Sunday, we're seeing growth in, in the younger readership. Right. You know, honestly, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, <laughs> I'd have said it was all done and dusted. But it kind of defies it, the it, early it trends, does. doesn't it? It does. You couldn't and have we, seen that coming, not no, in the way and, it is. And we do deal with, you know, we deal with media buyers and clients, people who place advertising. Yeah. And even, you know, the, the young set in, um, in media buying and um, in the advertising world recognise that print is a perfect marketplace. Everyone comes to buy, everyone comes to sell in the same place. You Look, know? absolutely. So, yeah, well, it's, it's definitely a lot of parallels there. So I'm very gratified to see that, that stack of books. Um, we can have them delivered to your house if you like. Actually, could you deliver them to the office? <laughs> <laughs> state Library, care of State Library. <coughs> I'd, I'd very much appreciate John that. Lennon, yeah. Will, can I, can I just ask back on the, the book there? Absolutely. Is there, for, for those who, who may want to sort of keep it on their phones and that sort of stuff uh, for when they're hiking around, is there sort of links to maps or is there anything like that? that uh, no, this, this is very much you? a um, old school guide. Yeah. But uh, look, as far as I'm concerned, it's probably got everything you need. But yeah, if you want to go and explore further, then I think it's a fairly straightforward process to go online and just yeah, use all the Yeah, Trails WA, for example, exactly have uh, right, very... So, yeah. <coughs> Yeah, very absolutely. good maps that you can you can track in, your location and so on. In well, fact, Mark does have a website as well, which is kind of not directly related to the book, but he's a guy that's very much into hiking and different walks and so forth. Um, great, 
Look, let, let's let's move on because I'll, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and find that link for you. So I'll okay. come back to that. I yeah, just do need that to, to move around. Do that because yeah. Moans has sort of dragged us almost into into technology. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost, in, almost into the twenty. Almost century. asking you about yeah. yeah. So you've been flying a new drone. Yeah, um, I was uh, lucky enough to get the opportunity to fly the new Mavic uh, Three Pro. It's called. And, uh, you know, I've had a drone for a while now and I really like it. It's a, it's a good sort of addition to the camera kit I have, you know, and it gives gives you the opportunity to take a different perspective of, of uh, you know, various assignments and also just for, for private use. It's a, it's a fun thing to, to do and, um, yeah, uh, so I've really enjoyed it. But the one thing I've missed with the drone is the fact that I only have the one lens, uh, so you don't get the, I mean, you can you can do the digital zoom where you sort of pinch in a bit and you lose a bit of quality and that sort of stuff. But you don't get that compression you get, for example, from a telephoto lens. And uh, this new drone has got three cameras. So it's got a, uh, you know, the standard lens, uh, three times zoom or three times telephoto lens and uh, seven times telephoto right. lens okay. so so it's actually it gives you a lot That's of scope yeah, yeah yeah it does doesn't it? yeah it's, and it's uh, it's really good i mean the uh, the main camera on this particular it functions pretty much like a smartphone should i say so mm. you know you, you have you know a main camera and then two lesser yeah. ones i guess if i can put it that way but the main camera is a collaboration with uh, hasselblad the sort of famed uh, swedish camera manufacturer um and um so, so, and it has a, a micro four thirds sensor, so quite a, a large sensor in a drone. Mm. I mean, it's an, a, another step up. So the quality is, you know, exceptional, uh, and it can, you know, take f- up to forty eight megapixel stills. Uh, it can shoot video up to five point one k at, at uh, thirty frames per second. So it's a it's a pretty amazing machine. Mm. It's a it's a bit bigger than the one I have. I've got one which is called the Air Two S, which is like a, a sort of it's not like the super compact drones, but sort of kind of in between. And I find I find that's a good size for travelling, in particular if you go overseas. It's not too big to put in the bag alongside your camera kit. Um, but this one is perhaps just that little bit bigger in yeah it, i've got the mavic 2 pro which is yeah is it phys- it must be physically similar size yeah i think yeah. it is yeah and uh you know that's it's, that's great if you're traveling around wa here yeah you're, no you're right but it is it is a bag full yeah uh, you know the, the batteries are bigger you know yeah. you obviously get more flying time but yeah. you know they add weight uh, and bulk so yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know as a as a travel drone if you're looking for something to to throw in the bag when you head overseas and that sort of stuff it's probably a little big the, the air is better for that yeah, yeah. Um, but you know it does wow, give you some amazing it sounds like quality really, yeah it really yeah. stepped up the lenses yeah absolutely yeah. it's uh, i want one yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it flies well it lands pretty fast i hear yeah yeah it does yeah, <laughs> yeah. i yeah. mean it's it, it took me a little while just to get uh, get used to it because my drone you know when you because it's a lot lighter when you when you sort of take your hands off the controls if i can put it that way it stops 
this one because of the weight it, it actually carries on a little further so it's it's sort of you got to be a little bit more careful with uh, with how you you fly <laughs> how it. you land it <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Uh, but having having said that they you know like uh, like most drones they have uh, you know sensors that uh, will stop the drone if it f- it's going to crash into something or it can even fly around obstacles and so on so yeah. uh, it's it's pretty safe and you've got lots of scope for uh, you know, turning these things on or off, for example. Yep. So, yeah. Well, you've done a you've done a comprehensive job on that, and um, you've also included with that story, which is in print um, week next, after next, which yeah. is July the eighth. But also, uh, will be online at thewest.com.au forward slash travel. But you've also included all the uh, rules and the drone rules, which are yeah. I mean, I think that's you've simplified that. Yeah, I think that's a that's a big thing about owning a drone is that you you do do need to be mindful of other people and uh, you you need to register the drone, Stephen, and and uh, you know there's a whole whole range of things. I mean, a lot of it is common sense. You know, not don't fly it over big crowds of people, and you have to be 15 meters away from other people when you launch the the drone and so on. Uh, so there's a lot of things that you need to know, and uh, so in this. Uh, included in this story, we've in- included uh, parts of CASA's rules and regulations yep. about do's yep. and don'ts. Yep. Yeah. Very helpful. Quite, <laughs> I quite know helpful. you're looking at me. Yeah, look, uh, yeah, very helpful. Yeah. So, so do you get the sense now that the novelty has worn off? The drone is very much just a standard piece of kit that you would use. Because, you know, particularly when you look at, you know, watching television, for example, a film. There's not one show I haven't I've seen where they haven't used a drone in some no. way or another. That's right. Is that I mean, the same th- with, with photographers? I th- and well, I think it's a bit. You sort of jump in. That's okay. You, uh, but I think it's a bit like it's like with the books. You know, yeah. you go well. You know, you'd think that e-books and then audio books have replaced print books, but they haven't. It's just more, and the drone hasn't replaced cameras or anything. It's just more, and we're mm. all using our phones. And our cameras and our yeah. drones, and yeah. you just add another, another, it's another tool, technique, another yeah. tool into the toolbox. Mm. You know, and I, it, yeah, I like them. I like the drone for not the big high overhead stuff, but you know, like group shots, and you know, where you've got the family or something. This gives together. you a little bit more height, doesn't it? Yeah, and you, you can. It's just, it's just beyond your normal yeah. reach, and I kind of yeah. like that. So it might be yeah. three or four meters up, and just kind of in front of you. And it's great. I find it's great for portraits and all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I like all that. Yeah, and aspect. and you know, in particular, this new one, the uh, three pro, uh, you know, with the different lenses, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a real game changer. I think you know, as far as drones are concerned. Yeah. And it's you know this this is at the higher end of of the price range. If yeah. I so I was going to ask so, you. So what? Are, so what's so the you're cost looking at just over over four thousand. Just a ten over four thousand, yeah. but yeah. that's the fly more kit. So, yeah. so that comes with uh, three batteries. Yeah. Uh, you know, but the, have the, no uh, doubt. The, if anyone's listening, have no doubt that you need. Oh, absolutely. A lot of batteries. These things get yeah. through batteries. Yeah. 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 Although this one will give you uh, sort of uh, up to forty-five minutes oh, flying. It? So, which is well, pretty the two is like really twenty-five, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah. this is pretty good, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but it. Uh, so this fly more combo comes with the the batteries. It comes with the neutral density filters, for, which is particularly mm. useful for okay. video yep. and that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, and uh, there's some spare propellers. 
and, and various other We keep laughing because Moans has chipped one of the propellers with a very fast landing, as we understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who, t- who turns the sensors off? That's oh, why well, they have sensors. It was sensors. because I'd been flying it around the house and I've, I felt you know, it kept beeping well, at me. Chasing the dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Um, now, Moans, um, on the, as we have... Uh, colleague here who's as I say chief executive writing WA I mm. thought I'd bring up one of your written pieces which is very important you just we just published a piece which is also online at the west.com.au um the sort of loneliness of the travel writer or the you know oh, those, yeah. Yeah. yeah I wasn't sure whether you were going to like that but <laughs> I loved it you know because yeah. it is an aspect of of the work you know that I just to set the scene moans was away in Singapore and in Cambodia, primarily Siem uh, Reap, yeah. um, which was a project that we'd sort of cooked up and partnered with Singapore Airlines because we liked the idea of double destinations. And Moans wrote a piece because, you know, he was travelling on his own as we mostly do. Uh, and, you know, I call it a honeymoon for one when I walk into a big <laughs> room, but you obviously had a different different reaction to well, being was, yeah. just a little moment. So tell us tell us about the story first. Okay, so I'm uh, just to set the scene. I'm in this, uh, you know, amazing uh, wilderness resort in the Cambodian jungle, some miles from everywhere, and uh, it's a, it's a magnificent place. They're sort of they're self-contained luxury tents, you know, perched out over you know a riverbed, and you know there's waterfalls cascading below and all that sort of stuff. It's a magnificent location. The the the, the tents are. Has got everything you could possibly want, including an unlimited minibar, and maybe that's what sparked this. I'm not quite sure, but <laughs> but uh, anyway. So I'm, and and the other thing about these uh, tents is that they're they're quite isolated. So I was at the the furthest tent away from from the main headquarters. Yes. That's understandable. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, but but they uh, so so it's quite a. It's not like you can just sort of. It takes. It took me fifteen minutes to walk to headquarters, and it's sort of, mm. you know, mm. it's a night scramble sort of along a, a gravel path sort of thing. Uh, and anyway, so so I'm sitting. You know, I was doing a bit of writing, and uh, you know, sitting there writing away, and and you know, I'm, I'm coming up with all these magnificent things about this place but I've got no one to share it with you know I'm here all by myself you know uh, I can't sort of just nip down to the uh, restaurant or the bar and and uh, you know have a chat to someone and that sort of stuff it's uh, so it, you you're in this sort of environment and it's fantastic you got everything you could possibly want except mm-hmm. someone to share it with you know uh, yeah, well, and that's, that's fascinating. <laughs> uh, you see I I mean just Jeremy, I, I use that as a technique because for me the share is with the reader. Yeah, well, I made which that is, point which in the is, story. Which yeah. is what the point you made in the story is yeah. that you know the person that you tell is the reader, and and that comes through. I think when you read it on the page in first person prints, present tense, because you're talking to me, you know, in yeah. that moment. Mm. This is something, Will, that you know. I mean, apart from the information that we put through in the pages this this interpretation this emotion um it's a great great venue in mass media and it's something that you really teach very well as as well with you know you have with us and you will be in in future with us but also through writing wa is you know this distilling of 
the moment and putting it down in words. Can you learn that? Yeah. First of all, I'm not sure about teaching it very well, but I do try, well, as do. we all do. As we, well, thank you. Um, can you learn that? Look, uh, yeah, as, as you guys know, technique can always be learnt, but art can't be learnt. Art has to be innate. I'm going to have to write that Amazing. down and think about it. Hold on. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there, there are certain people who yeah. just, I don't know whether it's through genes or through you know their background, but they just have this ability to create something special that it's very difficult to teach that. All you can do is equip people with the tools necessary to allow that to come out. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, look, I understand what you're saying and I think what you guys do is and what I used to try to do in the past is brilliant because we as travel writers we um we are telling a story to a reader but it it is it is more about the art than say what the guys down the other end of this open plan office do in the news on the news desk. They just want to get the information out as quickly and as efficiently as possible. For us, it's something different. Yeah, but you still want that information. Above all, you have to give the reader practical yeah. information, don't you? It is, yeah, it is a blend. Um, so it's that balance. That art is in that balance, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I really, I really like the story of Moans because um, you know it, it sat alongside a story which told us all. Yeah, that so so it, and did, then it, it didn't was have your reaction. It, it was free from that yeah. need to, to relate anything. You know, yeah. because you already had that next to it, didn't you? Mm. So, well, yeah. it was pretty needy, actually, Will. But <laughs> 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 no, it was, it was great. I loved the way that you just you just you know let your emotion, you shared that emotion, you shared that moment with the readers. Yeah, That's it was essentially sharing it with with the readers. It is, yeah, yeah. is because you know um, we expect the re- you know the readers trust us and we we're open with them. So that was a, mm. I thought it was a great moment. And you're right, that enthusiasm now, and energy though that that's what you want to capture in any piece hopefully yeah and if you're really feeling that like you obviously were which mm. as it, you said that comes through it comes through and it brings me to another point will which is uh, yeah. you know every year for some years now goodness i think three or maybe it's even four we've done the new north uh, retreat you know readers weekend mm. moans does uh photography and flies the drone which connects that bit of our <laughs> conversation uh, Will teaches, uh, uh, runs a writing course, and without naming the person, I've over the last couple of weeks I've run, run three stories um, from someone who was on that mm. course with you, mm. and I absolutely see what you taught them. I see the benefits for them in in doing that course, and that was actually a couple of years ago, and I think it's just slowly percolated through, but it's come through, and now, you know, you've you've developed a uh, someone who's you know, really contributing to the pages. Isn't so that interesting. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. That's really do. good to know. What, isn't it? What you, I can I can see you in that work. So maybe in, in so maybe in some ways we are playing the long game. We are. You know, you're planting, planting the seeds, but they might take a little bit of time to grow. But yes, once they do, exactly right. Which, sorry, you've just linked up to another thing. I'm reading the book of forgiving by uh, Desmond Tutu at the moment. Oh, okay, right. And uh, talking about planting seeds, it's, it's one of his analogies he uses a lot, is to mm. plant seeds mm. for the next crop sort of mm. thing. So you've connected another book there. Well, isn't that interesting? Because that whole idea, and it's a, so much a part of writing too, sometimes certain stories can be done like that, and other times they just take a little while to percolate. And I think there's still this sort of, isn't there in our society, there's still is a, everything has to be done now. We want everything instantly. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and you often don't get that opportunity, do you, to let things just grow? You don't naturally. Exactly right. Well, well, and I think you know one thing you you've taught me, Stephen, uh, 
is you know sometimes you, you're sort of stuck to get started with something um, and you often say just just start, start writing. You just, know, start just, typing. Start typing, <laughs> just start typing. Just start typing. And once you once you do <laughs> that, things out. just happen somehow. It does yeah. for me anyway. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't always sort of start off or or finish the way it started off. But but because you actually just start typing, yeah. start writing down that that story or or your experience, even sort of cataloging it. You know, it yeah. it it's sort of uh, you you make a start then, yeah. and that's Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Actually, I was just reading the other day. Um, Isaac Asimov's um, I think it's five or six rules, six laws of writing. He was some kind of biochemist as well as a famous sci-fi author. First rule: write. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Actually, a, write. A, you know, a, a, yeah. a, a fantastic <laughs> former colleague of ours, Tony Barras, once asked yeah. me, "How do you get all these books published?" I said, "Well, first you got to write." And he said, "Yeah, well, that's too hard, mate. And more do I." it's brilliant, though. You're right. Yeah. Well, crew, I, I think. The, the thought of Moans with his minibar, I think he's moved from George Harrison and Ringo Starr. <laughs> John Lennon's very much John Lennon. Uh, great to have the band back together. Yeah, Thanks look, for coming a, in, Will. It's been an absolute pleasure. And look, it's we should do this again. Uh, we should. Don't feel you've got to buy us all coffee. I'm not going to. Oh, okay, it's my shout. <laughs> Thanks, Moans. Um, now, the stories that we've been talking about, everything we do is published in... Saturday Travel in the West Australian. Uh, it's published in Sunday Travel in the Sunday Times here in Perth in West Australia. It's online at thewest.com.au forward slash travel. And also we've got content at westtravelclub.com.au. If you go to that website and join, become a registered member, which is free, you'll also receive e-travel digital edition, which comes to the inbox on Wednesday and is full of other stuff and all sorts of fun. The events that we've got coming up which uh, we're just about to launch quite a series of things so uh, by all means sign up for that um, regular readers might know that we always launch events and tours first in e-travel on a Wednesday so if you sign up at westtravelclub.com.au forward slash join you'll get that first we recently joined uh, launched our three coach days there and they were full by the time we got to print so jump on that Thanks, guys. Coffee time. Sorry, Thank before you. that, oh, I did Will. promise. I did oh, promise Will, listeners, did. Li- listeners oh. and now I'm going to make good on that promise. You're watertight, that, Will. That website. So first of all, to clarify, Woods Lane Press specialises in Woods Lane walking guides. This is the latest in their series of walking guides. So Mark Pybus has got his own um, trails website. It's called The Life of Pi. Quite wishly, P Y P Y P Y as in Pybus, oh, yeah. Okay. So thelifeofpi.com. Um, and he also co-hosts the Real Trail Talk podcast. So there you go. And he's on the board of Hike West. Perfect. There you go. So there you are. He's an easy man to find. Okay. Now now it's coffee o'clock. Thanks, guys. See Thank you next you. week. <laughs>